We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 32 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. Laundry Day. Hey, everybody. This is Josh. And this is Kendra. I feel like we do laundry all the time. <laughs> you only feel that way now on a boat. Did you know we did laundry before <laughs> we lived on a boat? I was actually thinking about that. You didn't know. So No, it's no. Like fairies came. You guys all think fairies <laughs> came. <laughs> you didn't. I did so, it all. I know that you always talked about having to do laundry all the time. Every day. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, which is, to me, seems a little weird, but I guess it was a bunch of small loads every day, and that's not cost effective um, if we're dropping a bunch of quarters every time we have to run that machine. So, I used to, to keep up with it, try to do a load a day, start a load before I left the house, so we were caught up. Right. Then, if I didn't, I would have days where I'd have to maybe do three or four. Okay. <clears throat> So doing three or four loads of laundry takes how long? Hours. I know, like like two hours, three hours. I don't know. I would lose track of time. Hmm. It's just I'd hear it. I'd go and rotate it. Okay. Pros and cons of the laundromat. <laughs> well. I, I cannot do laundry every day. Why? I'll go insane. You'll literally have to put me in a home. <laughs> <laughs> so i've been trying to see how many days i can go okay we can't make it a week i've tried we have too many people who change i, I guess an appropriate amount. i don't know like well, I, yeah I, I mean at what point do you be like stop changing your socks it stinks, no those, those are every day it stinks so bad underwear every day right and they run out right i don't know how so we're currently on a schedule living on this boat where we're trying to do laundry once a week. Like that's, I think that's the aim. But we haven't made it a week. So <laughs> we made it six days. That was it. We got, we got close. And at that point, is it that we've run out of clothes, or is that it just seems like a load that big would just be overwhelming? Like what's the, what's the, so uh, what's the trade-off there? What I get from the girls is we run out of socks and underwear. Okay. Can we just buy more socks and underwear? Would that solve that problem? You know, it's like when I buy them new socks and underwear, somehow the old ones just disappear and then they're still down to like four. So they'll say they ran out, but what they mean is they don't want to keep wearing They want to start just wearing the new ones and not the old ones I anymore. I think so. I mean, and also, mm. to be fair, they're still growing. So So they need new ones because... Right. Like, you know, because the old ones are too small. Right. Mm. Um, I make it and you make it. They don't make it. I don't know. It's such a hard thing because if I go that many days, it also means like so much clothes, like baskets and baskets that I have to carry. (laughs) Hold on. This is so. Okay. So now I get to be involved here. I get to jump in. So back when I would just I would just like it to be known that for 17 years I did the laundry. (laughs) Okay. I feel like I have to get that in there. Now we do the laundry. Right. We do the laundry, but if I don't know if many families do the laundry every single day. I think that a bunch of little loads every single day might for most people seem a little extreme. I could be wrong. I I never said little loads. But they would be, I mean, sort of If I win every day, uh-huh. right? Okay. So now today's darks. So tomorrow's not darks. So those are piling up. Then the next day is whites, and the next day is towels, and the next day is sheets. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I ha- I had a system. So I just don't have a system now. No, no, right, right, right. So here's what I'm saying. Back before we lived on a boat and you were doing laundry every single day, it might have been said fairly that you were doing all the laundry and what you were doing was seven days a week of work, right? And now that we live on a boat and we're trying to get down to this, maybe we just go once a week sort of thing. 
I feel like if I was always in charge of laundry, I would have done laundry about once a week. But you would have been committed to an entire day of laundry and you work. See? That was the thing I was trying to save myself from was an entire day of laundry. Mm. So back to the pros and cons Mm -hmm. of the laundromat. Yes. At, At a house where you have one washer and one dryer mm-hmm. and they're like like standard size or whatever. standard yeah. size thank yeah. you i would be doing laundry for an entire day <laughs> so i'd have to pick a day where i was home that's not very often when you have teenagers and a job right so finding time to do that wouldn't happen very often the the pro of a laundromat is these massive machines that are all side by side? There's like tons, right. dozens of them. Yeah, and and we pay for the ones that like wash it in 20 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. So doing three, four loads, you can literally do it in the exact same amount of time as doing or faster. Yeah. Because um, one of the things that I do is I pay for the bigger machines, so they cost a little bit more, but they fit more clothes, and they're faster. They're more right. efficient. So. We do laundry very quickly. Right. I think we get, I mean, we can, depending on how quickly we fold together, we can get laundry literally done in an hour, right? Uh, about an hour and 20 minutes. I think I, when I've timed this. Okay. Cat. <laughs> so there was a brief intermission there just <laughs> for a quick second. Sometimes sometimes uh, our oldest daughter's cat uh, gets left outside the boat and then she Nala. meows. Nala. Yeah. She meows and then wants to get into the boat and so... Up here in the flybridge, there's a quick way into the boat. And so I was about to open the door for her. And so I stepped down from where I was standing. And she <laughs> she, <laughs> she somehow uh, tried to dart under my foot. And I literally just stepped on her head. She's fine. <laughs> but I don't think she's going to come back up here anymore for a while. <laughs> uh, we'll see. When she wants in, she'll come back. Right, right. But she does interrupt her. <laughs> The recording. All right. So anyway, back mm-hmm. to the laundromat. So yes. without getting too boring and people who are like, blah, 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 laundry, um, it has become the only thing that has, I don't know, what do you call it? The one thing that you don't enjoy about living on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And it's not the laundromat. I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> well, you did have one encounter at the laundromat that I think we haven't talked. So we haven't talked about it on the podcast. There's probably been enough time passed that you can talk about it a little bit. Maybe. It's funny. It... Okay. So here. Okay. In the end, I won't go back to the laundromat <laughs> without someone with me. Right, right. So I no longer go alone. So the other thing about laundry is like we did it tonight. Late at night trying to get it done before the week starts. So I have to wait for someone to be able to go with me. And... That part's not very fun. Kind of sucks. Except it's, you know, fun time together, I suppose. Well, it also means I'm not doing laundry alone. Right. Uh, it's become a family event or a two-person event, whatever. Um, so, I don't know, over a month ago, at yeah. least? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a Sunday night after a regatta. Mm-hmm. So Hayden had wet clothes, and, and we didn't have any other laundry. So after the regatta, everybody was hungry. They wanted dinner. But I knew that the last load has to go in by 7.30 at the laundromat. So I dropped you and the girls off at the boat. And I ran to the laundromat. I was like, I can do it. Just one load. I'll just sit there. I'll do it on some fast whatever. Mm -hmm. So I threw in all of her wet clothes. She fell into the sound. Right, (laughs) right. It's all gross. It's salt water. I had to wash it. And I'm sitting there waiting for it to get done. And there wasn't a lot of people, but it's a very different crowd at night than I had been used to in the morning. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a different crowd. I mean, I suppose for anyone that uh, if you live downtown, yeah, I guess you might have an idea of what the downtown at night crowd can be like. It's not, you know, when we when we say we live on a boat, if you picture us out in the Bahamas on nice, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nice that's not it. clear water, that's not it. Um, we, we our live- marina is smack in the middle of downtown Olympia. And so there is the late night downtown uh, laundromat crowd. 
And it's it's different than your daytime crowd. I think it's the kind of crowd that doesn't want to see people. Yeah. So yeah. um so I sat down and I was waiting for my laundry and first off there was this cute little girl and her mom was super busy trying to fold laundry and holding a baby at the same time. So I thought, you know, I'm a mom. I'll play with this little girl and keep her entertained. Maybe that'll help mom because right, she was running around. Right, faces at her or whatever. And right. And say hi, little um, girl. <laughs> I have this huge down feather coat that I wear. It's Everybody jokes it looks like a sleeping bag. <laughs> I don't like being cold. And so feathers come out all the time. And so this huge feather had just come out of my coat. And so I gave it to the little girl and she's playing with it. And I kind of ran it up and down her arm and her face. You know, she's laughing. And um, I think I upset the mom. So she came over and kind of told her daughter, like, come with me. And But right before she did that, this other lady offered me a coat. <laughs> Just kind of randomly, right? Right. She was, she was folding her clothes and she turned around and she's like, do you want this coat? Um, and before I could say no, and kind of my reasoning of saying no is we live on a boat. So right now everybody's only allowed one coat. <laughs> also, I don't think we're the kind of people who just accept random people's clothes. Like that's, that's not part of our sort of way of Maybe. life. Maybe at some point I might've in our marriage hmm. when we were first married and we didn't have a lot. I might've, I don't know. Hmm. All I could think of is is I say no to everything because we live on a boat. All right, that's fair. So I was about to say no. I kind of got interrupted by the little girl. It was kind of a, it was just a weird moment. Okay. And so anyway, the mom takes the little girl to the car. So now I'm just sitting there kind of alone. Right. Now, the whole mom being uncomfortable thing, that seems like maybe that's fair, right? Because that could be stranger danger. There's a little bit of... Sure. Um... I also don't know how the vibe I put off, I guess. Hmm. It's been a while since I've had little kids. The world is changing. I don't know how much I would be mad if my daughter was talking to a stranger. Yeah, and I guess you didn't describe how like how old is this kid? Like three or four. And oh, then, so like toddler. Like yeah, little. and okay. she took her shoes off and the mom got mad and was like, put your shoes back on. And she looked up at me with these big brown eyes and was like help me so of course i'm gonna help her and she had the same socks as our daughter charlie uh, same brand from uh like target because charlie likes really tight socks so she wears toddler socks are you serious is that what we're <laughs> yeah because she likes them so tight oh you didn't know that so what's I I funny is small, here's a toddler and she's wearing the same socks as our daughter so you know it was cute so i helped her i put her socks and I, her shoes back on and um you know, they had holes in them. So I, my heart is mm. kind of also breaking, you know, in that way. And, um, but I also, I felt bad that I upset the mom. I didn't yeah. mean to. Anyway, she takes the daughter to the car and along with the baby and yeah. then comes back, like locked him in the car oh. and comes back to finish folding her laundry. That whole situation must have just made her a little uncomfortable for whatever it, reason. Right. Yeah. So I felt bad. So I kind of thought, okay, I'm just going to sit here on my phone, wait for my clothes. So the lady who offered me a coat, I look up and she offers another girl who came in for her clothes. Uh, she offers her the coat. Okay. This girl just got super excited. Oh, okay. I would love the coat. And she's kind of the first woman, you know, she's like, are you really, really sure you're going to wear the coat? And she's like, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to wear it. <laughs> and so... You know, she's like, okay, as long as you're going to wear it, I'll let you have it. And she's like, yeah, I need a coat. Okay. Um, and again, this was like kind of, this had to have been maybe two months ago. We hadn't hit so cold yet. We were on that lake. But you're still wearing your sleeping bag coat. So you must I have wear been... my sleeping coat <laughs> from like October cold. to April. <laughs> Everybody knows me. <laughs> knows I wear that coat. <laughs> I wear my winter big old boots and my coat for many months. Okay. Um, so... After the little girl gets taken away, the woman with the coat turns around and says to me, do you like kids? Like, <laughs> Yes, I like kids. I don't like kids, she says. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, okay. 
The conversation I had with this woman was the most bizarre, scary, confusing conversation I have had in a long time. Okay. Couldn't break away to change to get my clothes from the wash to the dryer because of the way she was talking, where she was standing. I felt trapped. I felt like I was, you know, it's like that sweating kind of panic. Because okay, so what, yeah, what happened? Do you want me to tell the whole story? <laughs> Bits yeah. and pieces of the funny story. <laughs> uh, pieces like, and I haven't dealt a lot with, I think it's, is it mental health that I would describe yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I haven't dealt a lot with that. So it's new to me. And um, so she says, do, do you, did you know that Michael Jackson was a prophet? I didn't know where she was going with that at first. And, you know, I'm like, nope, that's a new one for me. <laughs> like, and, is, this a, is, this, is there a punchline coming? Right. Like, yeah. And she said, you know, because he kept kids at that place. I can't remember what that place Neverland is called. Neverland Ranch or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he liked kids and um, he was a prophet. So okay. it was all kind of like, right, like, I don't understand. And... So she tells me about some guy in Egypt. He's the one who declares who's a prophet. She said Whitney Houston was a prophet. She had a few people. She was listing off famous people that were prophets. Okay. And that she was a believer. Okay. And that she lived in a place where she like let people um, come into her apartment and help them, but they couldn't stay. And so the the weird part of the conversation is... I talked to this woman for about 25 minutes and about every five minutes in the middle of her story, somehow her story would be about how a person rejected a coat, (laughs) (laughs) which would like make the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. So like what, what kind of things did she say? Well, like in the middle of it, she'd be like, you know, they rejected this coat and it had nothing to do with what she was talking about right because she went off about children and michael jackson and then all of a sudden it was like about a coat and i was pretty freaked out so at some point i felt like i couldn't break away enough to text you (laughs) (laughs) all right while she was talking Uh uh-huh because I kept hoping you would text me first so I could answer it, but you didn't. So instead, I some I figured out how to be like, oh, I got to answer this or something I said. So that I could text you and say, help. <laughs> I don't even remember <laughs> what I said. Um, but so many words like, you have to get here right now. Okay. I was, because then again, at one point she looked down and was like, nice shoes. <laughs> And she looked at her shoes, and she was wearing kind of like a dress shoe, loafery, I don't know how to describe it, but not wintry. And we're headed into winter, and I right. was wearing my winter boots. So she's like, nice shoes. And, you know, thank you. And she's like, this is all I have. This is what I have to get through with winter. And just so many things that I, then I feel bad. And do I give her my shoes because she offered me a coat? I don't know. <laughs> what is the code? Is there a code that I'm missing? Is there like... Some kind of laundromat nighttime thing that happens because the woman after me accepted the coat. Do I give her my shoes? Hmm. I like these shoes. Right. <laughs> I have. I don't have other boots. Uh, so I ended up texting you and you ended up showing up. But by the time you got there, she left. But by, also by the time you got there, I was like, I just need to go sit in the car. Like, I need a minute. There was so much that happened. I felt overwhelmed. And you don't deal with confrontation really well, right? Like if someone comes up to you, whether they're upset about something or if there is a mental health issue and they're just kind of talking in a way that uh, seems kind of random and chaotic, like that makes you very uncomfortable, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and I haven't I haven't dealt with it enough. And I mean, I wish I was better at it. I wish I had better words. And, you know, I really didn't do a lot of talking. She did all the talking. She talked, 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 talked. And so since then, uh, <laughs> since we do then, laundry together. <laughs> we've done laundry together. I have gone as far this week as looked at houses for sale, thinking, what if we bought a house just for me to use the washer and dryer? <laughs> then, you know, my senses came to 
you know, in and I'm like, wait, no, that defeats the purpose. We just have to, this is just. Also, that's like the most expensive washer and dryer <laughs> setup you can possibly have. We bought a house just to wash clothes. Okay, but there's two, <laughs> there's a whole nother side of this we haven't talked about. Yeah. For laundry. Oh. Well, that's how we get the laundry off the boat. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, we've talked about this a little bit because we mentioned, you know, that it's raining a lot. And so when we wait about a week to do laundry, we end up with, like you said, baskets and baskets. I think the most we've had is four baskets, like one. uh, So we have these baskets I got at Costco, which are nice. Yeah, they they collapse. And so then you I mean, it's a pretty good sized basket. Right. Right. So we've got those three and then we've had like an actual hamper basically that we bring to the laundromat with us. So when it's raining, bringing clothes to the car uh, is not really fun. I mean, they're getting wet, but I'm actually thinking that's fine. They're going to get washed anyway. Right. No, yeah. Carrying them out is no big deal. Right. It's carrying them back. I mean, they're heavy. (laughs) Right. Right. Carrying them back after they've been washed and dried is the the challenge. So I've started to put them in garbage bags to keep them dry before, because it's a long walk. Right. It's a very long walk. And then, of course, depending on the tide, um, it's just... Yeah, sometimes we have to go down a ramp. It's So quite... what happened tonight, Kendra, when we were going down? Well, no, that wasn't because of the laundry. <laughs> Our marina has a ice machine at the top or... Yeah, at the clubhouse. The yeah. clubhouse. And so from time to time, like, we just fill up a bag of ice to bring back to the boat in the freezer and we had run out, and so I thought, oh, I want a bag of ice. I'll throw that on top of my laundry. And they have little twist ties, but I was like, we're just going to throw it away. We never keep it tied in the freezer. Right. So I'm just going to set it on top of my laundry. <laughs> so we're walking. We're and- walking down the, and I hear just like, <laughs> but I didn't register what it was, so I just kind of stopped and just like, what was, what that, was that sound? And you turned around because you're in front of me, and you knew exactly what it was. You're like, you're dumping ice. I'm like, oh, that's what that sound was. Yeah. So we had to spend a little bit of time cleaning ice cubes off the uh, off the. Well, ramp. I was just going to keep rocking, but you were like, what if someone trips? And like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone's going to slip on that, that would ice. That suck. <laughs> so uh, we had to kick the ice away. Yes. So part of our laundry experience is uh, this long hike in the rain sometimes to, uh, to get back to our boat. No, right now it's like today, this morning. I woke up and it was, the sun is shining. Let's do laundry because the forecast says it's going to rain for six days. But we didn't quite make it. It was kind of drizzling by the time we got back tonight because we didn't get to do it till tonight. Right. So, laundry. Yeah. So, we don't have any other solutions. I have a buddy of mine. Uh, who's actually offered up his house saying that we can do laundry. I've had a lot of people who are like, just come do laundry. But it's... It's kind of weird. What part? I mean, I don't disagree with you, but I think what's weird for you might be a little different than what's weird for me. Oh, no. Tell me what's weird for you. <laughs> oh, um, um, I feel like if I go to someone's house to do laundry, mm-hmm. then I mean, even if I mean, let's say it's one of my best friends in the whole world. I am then obligated to hang out and interact with them while the laundry is going on. Hmm. And I don't mind that, but I also want the option to not. It's like if we go to the laundromat, there's no expectation that we're like going to play chess or whatever with the people at the laundromat you know, or whatever. We don't have to interact with other people there. Do you carry chess around with you? Well, no. I'm so <laughs> confused. The point is um, there's not an obligation to hang out with people at the laundromat. So, And I'd like the option to not if for whatever reason I was busy with something. So mine is kind of the same. It's that because we wait so long, like I'm not going to go to someone's house every day to do laundry. Right. So then I wait so long. I have so many loads. Then we got four or five hours worth of laundry. Then I've got four or five hours worth of laundry to do. And so then that's when I came up with this. What if we buy a house (laughs) and I just drop the laundry off and while I'm picking up kids and doing all my stuff, I stop and I rotate and I deal with the laundry and... But that's a very expensive. Um, right. We actually chewed like, on this. Why idea. wouldn't we sleep in the house then? And then wait. But we, we live on a boat. Right, this why? is so confusing. <laughs> we actually went as far as thinking, okay, wait a minute. What if we get a duplex and rent out one side 
and then have the other side be where we could keep all of our stuff that's in our storage unit. Yeah, but unit. I still like that idea. I just didn't find a duplex. There's also not a lot of houses on the market right now, so there's not a lot of duplexes. I still like the duplex idea. Hmm. I just think I have to find the right one. Interesting. Because all of our storage unit stuff in your car that you can't let go of. Thank you. <laughs> could go to this house. Right. And where mice can't get to it. No, they still can. They definitely still can. The same measures you would use to keep rodents out of a out of a storage unit, you'd use to keep rodents out of a house. It's the exact same measures. Okay, how many mice problems have we had in a house? How many people do you know that have had mice problems in their house? Only one, but that's because two. She's... You have a relative. I suppose, but <laughs> I don't get to things as easily in the storage unit. All my clothes are in bins, but this is like what I wanted to live on the boat. So I've had quite the brain, I don't know, thing this week. It hurts my head. Yeah, I feel like if we did the duplex thing, we would be people who have a house and also have a boat as opposed to people who live on a boat. Like, right. And the whole point is to live on a boat. Right. I don't want a house right now. I don't want to be doing yard work because then as All I got the to... maintenance and upkeep. Right. And yeah, I got to yeah. thinking about it. I'm like, I, wait, then we're dealing with grass, but we don't live there? Like, wait, no. <laughs> right. So, All that to be something that is to deal with the laundry challenges we have. And yeah. think about this. We would still have a long ways to walk to do laundry. That wouldn't change. Well, but, no, 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 I know. I thought about that too. Because no matter what, I have to make them walk. Right. It would just be my comfort zone of not being at the laundromat. Right. And that's not worth it. Um, I haven't seen this lady since. Maybe I'll never see her again. And maybe when <laughs> I do, I'll give her my shoes. I don't know. That was a bit of a challenge for you. It was. So it was a in rough public, night. I'm much more confrontational. I don't mean that's the wrong you're word. Just, I'm more I'm more comfortable with confrontation. You're more comfortable with people. Yeah. If if anyone knows us, <laughs> it's our friends. They know this. I'm I'm extremely socially, I guess, awkward. I don't know. You're not socially awkward. I you're pull just it quieter. off. I pull it off pretty well. Maybe I can I, smile. And show all my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I'm, mentioned this to people who know me but don't know you, but they mm, know you through the show. Mm. And they're surprised to hear that you're much more quiet in public because... Yeah, I'm not a talker. And then, so the other thing is I'm not a hugger is where I was going with that. Oh. Well, I mean, we're not hugging through the podcast or anything, so I think that's okay. No, 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 I know. But I, <laughs> like, I'm just not You don't good. need to hug people at the laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could see you hugging people at the laundromat. You hug everybody. Well, you're really comfortable with people, and I don't know what the difference is. I don't know if it's upbringing or personality. It's one of those nature or nurture questions I have. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm terrible in public or with hmm. people or hugging. <laughs> Interesting. I have spent half my life ignoring the fact that I was that way and like the other half trying to work on it, but it's very hard. You know what? Maybe, maybe that's what will keep you from getting the coronavirus. Because I don't hug people? Because you, because you don't interact with people as much as I do. Like I'm so bad. I'm so <laughs> bad at interacting with people. Like I have picked up small children to put them in the way of other people people i've picked up things and objects and dodged so many people and i feel bad but it's an anxiety thing hmm. it is you're just nodding at me <laughs> it's weird it's weird for me because i don't i don't experience that i mean it's i know you don't you're very comfortable in your skin yeah i'm not I that's true i think people expect me to be or think that i am but i'm not I think that listeners of the show probably think that you are. Because, Comfortable? Yeah, because... Oh, I'm not. Well, just, we're going to say it right now. I'm terrible. I'm not. No, 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 no. What I mean is, you're you're comfortable on the show. Like, this, doing this... Yeah, because there's <laughs> nobody here but you. <laughs> right. If we had a guess, it'd be super awkward, probably. Especially if it came time to, like, okay, goodbye. Do we Hugging. hug? Do we handshake? Do we... I'm just, I'm terrible. So I apologize. And if you ever meet me in public and Josh hugs you and I don't, that's our thing. 
Josh hugs everybody. I dodge everybody. I put things and objects <laughs> in my way and be like, oh, sorry, this thing is in the way. See you later. <laughs> That's so funny. It's, it's funny to me how much you plan that out ahead of oh, time. Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. So outside of the weekly activity of doing laundry, which uh, if we had a washer and dryer here on the boat, I guess that would be a daily activity. What do we, just for, for folks that want to know, what do we do as a family as just like hangout time? Because I think that a lot of people, when you're in a house, you can scatter, right? You can you can be in yeah, a completely kids, different part of the house. Your and kids not... go to the rooms. There's like a family room, right. an office. There's several rooms, a, kit, a big kitchen. And there's also a go outside and play kind of thing. And our kids are teenagers, so there's not so much of that anymore. But um, what's life like for us as far as hanging out in the boat? Uh, we play a lot of games. Mm-hmm. We are a big game family. What games have we been playing lately? Well, I'm super excited that we bought the extension for Settlers of Catan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been wanting to teach the girls that for some time. So we've been playing that. We typically, the kids, once we start playing a game, kind of get hooked on that game. We play it for like a month straight. Right. <laughs> so uh, Settlers of Catan has been our game since Christmas. Okay. Uh, we play Ticket to Ride. Mm-hmm. It's another fun game. Um, scatter categories. That's one of their favorites. Yeah, they do like playing. Um, that. what's the hit the bell bull bear pit pit? <laughs> uh, we play pit. Uh huh. Um, Hayden's been playing card games at school, and so she introduced her sisters to the game of hearts, and so we played a few rounds of hearts recently. And yeah, um, I'm not good at those kinds of card games how many games do you win um that's funny um you (laughs) (laughs) you tend to win win strategy games that involve a lot of memorization of things i tend to win do you think settlers has memorized memorizing things no it's a strategy game though where you're like you're strategizing the being like what your next move is going to be I'm a very right now, what's the next right now move. So mm. video games, I tend to tend to be a lot better at than you. But I know I feel really bad. We've been playing Settlers since Christmas. And I want to let someone else win so that they like the game. <laughs> like I want one of our kids to win so that they want to keep playing because I enjoy the game. Uh-huh. But as we're playing, I just I just can't do it. Like I can see that I'm winning. <laughs> And I just want to crush you guys. And so. And so you do. I, I've won it like every time, but once. Because um, I just can't let myself let anyone else win. But with card games, you also like the amount of data you can hold in your head to. to st- yes, it's some weird skill that gets me nowhere else in life but playing games. No, I think it's I mean, it's good for directions. It's good for. But how is that a job skill? Hmm. <laughs> that's the thing i have all these like skills but i don't know where they take me in life hmm. it just makes me maybe i don't know i think it helped you design houses because the amount of, of of imagery you can hold in your oh, head oh sure yeah well then that answers that question that's that's where you can use that i mean in a lot of areas um i tend to be like i said if we're playing a, if we're playing i don't know like we play uh we sports and uh if we're playing tennis or whatever i am very quick to react but there's not really a strategy in that sort of game it's just being quick and yeah so i don't like playing right. <laughs> one <laughs> i don't like losing <laughs> you like playing until <laughs> until i keep beating you and two i like there to be some kind of strategy strategy behind it right so we were i think right when we started playing cards you were teaching charlie how she should organize the cards in her hand. Mm-hmm. And you actually said it's so that you can count the cards. So you could know what's been played and what hasn't been played. Oh, and I yeah. remember thinking, I'm, I'm sure that that would be a useful skill, but I can't do that. To, to count save cards? My, I can't. I can't at all. It, it helps in so many card games. So one, so I'm bad with directions, right? And you're f- phenomenal. I've associated... I know, and so many people have told me that's weird because, like, men are supposed to be good at directions and girls aren't. So, one of the handicaps that I know that I have when it comes to 
uh, I guess, daily functions of life is I can't hold more than three or four separate like list items in my head. So if you send me on a grocery list, a, a grocery uh, run, if there's more than two or three items, like, and, you have to text it to me or I won't I won't remember anything that I'm supposed to pick up. I know. It drives me nuts. I love you. Like <laughs> oh, I, thanks. I mean, there are teachers <laughs> who give would give too many instructions. So were you a kid that if there was a teacher that gave too many instructions, you just kind of shut down? Um, I would keep asking over and over and over again until I wrote them all down. And then she killed you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're a teacher's favorite. <laughs> so, so meanwhile, uh, you're doling out the cards and telling Charlie that. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I could memorize these cards, like I could see how that would be an effective strategy. I could see how that would really help uh, decide, help you decide, okay, should I play this card? Should I not? Because you know what's been played. Mm-hmm. I, can, I, can, I couldn't tell you one hand back what was played. And I'm paying attention, like I'm trying to think about it, but I, I, I've got nothing. And sometimes I feel dumb, um, but I've learned that... But you hug people. <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> there, that's the equalizer. No, 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 no. Um, Listen, we all have our strengths and weaknesses, honey. I don't know. So I win at a card game. <laughs> I shut down as soon as someone tries to hug me. I mean, come on. No, no. Um, so I memorize processes... But I don't memorize the items. It's like one of the reasons why I was decent at math um, is I could memorize the formulas that you would need to solve complex equations. Oh, see, I'm just remembering the numbers. But you're memorizing the numbers, yeah, right? Yeah, that's it. Right. But here's how it plays out. Since I have a formula that I use in everything I do in life, like I don't, I mean, I don't consciously like figure out what the formula is, but like we open up a menu at a restaurant and I go through it and... There's a like there's a set of rules that my brain kind of goes to determine what I want. Like this is what I want, and it but always it's the takes same me, rules I, every time. So, <laughs> so here's what's funny. Uh, I don't know. Have we talked about I this? I think you have. Okay, okay. Um, we talked about say, this last this, week, this, <laughs> right, where I'm you going. tell where you tell the same stories. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. Anyhow. I end up ordering the same thing over and over again, but I never realize that I'm ordering the same thing. And I often go, hmm, this is good. Have I ordered this We're before? We're in so much trouble if I get Alzheimer's because I keep us together. Like, I keep us moving. If I get Alzheimer's and you order the same thing, I feel like we're in trouble someday. I really hope I don't get Alzheimer's. But I feel like if I'm... you get Alzheimer's, you'll be just like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We can't have two of us. <laughs> Because you have to have me sitting there next to you going, honey, you ordered that last time after your whole process has so gone through. So here's what's, here's what's funnier, though, is when you say that, I trust you. I'm like, yeah. So then I don't know the answer to the next question, which is, well, did I like it? Because my process, unfortunately, doesn't remind me whether or not I enjoyed it the last time I did it. So there have been times I've done the exact same thing and ordered the same thing I didn't enjoy multiple times in a row and most of the time you you do you do what you like it oh yeah yeah so it's my formula works and you aren't one to like change like i do i want every meal to be different i want to try everything on the menu Uh, i want to try all the things i have a lot of risk tolerance in most aspects of life but for some reason i don't have it for food i i am afraid of ordering mm. things that I won't enjoy because it seems like such a colossal waste of time and resources and like the amount of disappointment. <laughs> it's weird how much emotional investment I have over something mm. that I might not enjoy. But at the end of the day, I don't really enjoy food anyway. So I don't know why I, I have that hang up. It's very strange to me. Like I think about it sometimes and it's weird. Well, I don't eat a lot right now. So we're kind of in the... Going back to games and what we are going back to what we do for fun on the boat because I think that was what we were talking about. Oh. So we've been playing board games. We've got card games. We watch movies. We do. Uh, we like, I like to introduce our children to movies I watched as a kid. So you didn't watch as many movies growing up. No, in fact. I watched a lot of last movies. Last night. So. For the very first time. I was going there. <laughs> I finally got you to watch Top Gun after 17 years. I think I'm one of the only like three adult males in America that has not watched Top Gun. I think I made you watch it because I'm so irritated at you that you 
it's almost like you're not watching it to be the kind of person to say, I've not watched it, which I think is kind of ridiculous. So I decided we're going to rent it. I, <laughs> I did take some pride in having not watched it, mm-hmm. only, but only because I've enjoyed people's reactions. I know, but it's weird. That's a weird thing. I'm the guy who hasn't watched. Listen, at the end of the day, though, I think that my enjoyment over people's reaction to me not watching it was greater than the enjoyment I got from actually watching the movie because it was a pretty cheeseball movie. I didn't enjoy it. Well, if you'd watched it in the 80s, you wouldn't have felt that way. When we were like six and seven years old? Well, you were almost like eight or nine or ten. That's still pretty young. It is. I didn't watch it till (laughs) I was a little bit older. Because I was only like four when it came out. Right. So I know I watched it when I was older. But well, um, it was cheeseball. And what I've lost now is the ability to say I haven't watched it. And I, I know. But I, what bothers me is you know the <laughs> phrases that come from these movies, but you don't watch the movies. So you don't understand like the origin of the phrase. And that bugs me. But I don't say the phrases. I'm not, you know, I didn't run around saying, well, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. Like that wasn't my thing. You know, uh, I don't know if that came from Talk to me, goose. (laughs) Because I know he says, uh, fly by the seat of my pants, which I've always said from Pretty Woman. So that might have been just a... That's a normal phrase, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they use in the 80s. You don't see it today. I think you still say it. I do, because I'm from the 80s. All right. I'm old. No, so anyway, so we watch a lot of old movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them the girls really like and will watch over and over and some of them, eh, not so much. I haven't seen the Die Hard movies either. I haven't seen The Godfather. I haven't seen those either. Hmm. I grew up on corny. I mean, not like, those are serious. My family was really into comedies. Right, right. Your dad loves The Three Stooges, for example. Yes, and then my mom's side, all the Pink Panthers. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, uh mostly corny comedies is what I grew up on or Doris Day grew up on Doris Day so going back to (laughs) going back to what we're trying to talk about um the one thing that we can't do on our boat that I think that most people uh, especially early January uh tend to do is uh exercise we get a lot of walking in we get a ton of walking in but we don't have room for workout equipment or stationary bicycle, and it's not or to good. even like uh, to even like bounce around the room doing some sort of workout video. Like we don't have room for any of that. I also don't know how much our floor could take of jumping. I've thought about that too. It's probably fine. I don't know. I'm more concerned about the boat like rocking back and forth. I think that <laughs> our walk on the dock isn't. It's also not like your power walking or you're focused on the walking because there's a ramp and you're turning corners it doesn't feel like a workout walk no no for sure yeah we're just being leisurely yeah it's just kind of a walk so yes exercise has become an an issue right so that's something new we've talked about in the last 24 hours (laughs) right we've been looking at different local gyms as far as different gym membership programs and we have never been gym membership people, and so I think that there's a little bit of sticker shock. Oh, it's yeah. a little pricier than than I thought it would be. Yes, we're talking about gyms. The kids would like to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're asking for more movement, and and I feel like we'll do more in the summer, and maybe we won't need a gym in the summer. You know, we've got our paddle boards and that kind of stuff. Right. Like you're out running around and can jump in and swim and all that. It's just this time of year. And this time of year, every time kind of gets to me. I'm the kind of person, I I do need the sun. Right. So between not getting sun and not getting exercise and the amount of rain we've gotten this month starts to get to me. Yeah. I even said to you tonight, should I go to the tanning bed again? I used to do that. Just to try pretend to feel the sun. <laughs> I recommended just some more vitamin D because that'd probably help. You mean like a vitamin? Yeah. That's what I said, a vitamin D. So between uh, needing just a little more sunshine, I I feel like I know that summer's around the corner. The days are starting to get longer. We've already, you know, come over that side of the hump of whatever, you know, the sun 
days get longer. Right, right. So it's just the next, you know, few weeks waiting out the rain and the clouds. And then uh, I know that when the weather changes, it's going to be like, okay, this is why. Why we live on a boat. Why we live on a boat. Right, right. Yeah. And we're just so busy right now. It's not like we can take the boat out. So we're stuck in the boathouse. Um, the kids' schedule have us so busy, it doesn't make sense to leave. So Great. So as far as other boat-related things, while we were out at the laundromat, we got a text uh, that uh, I think Morgan texted you saying that they popped one of the break or they popped the breaker and uh, no problem. They got it fixed. And it did make me realize. Oh, I know. We should probably say our plan is to try to get the girls to do the laundry with us. But then at some point, as parents, you know, you're just like, uh, forget it. We'll just go do it. So <laughs> we do need some time away from you guys. Um, <laughs> at the laundromat. <laughs> right, right. You're so romantic. <laughs> I just I'm meant so... time away from the kids. Oh, I didn't okay, mean time with you. I'm so lucky <laughs> right? is what I'm thinking. Um, no, anyway, so... we left them on the boat watching a movie. Right. And so they did some cooking, uh, which when you turn the stove on, you have to turn off all the heaters and probably turn off the water heater. Um, otherwise, you'll pop the breaker. And so it it crossed my mind when we got the text that, okay, I think we did, we've done an okay job letting them know how to take care of some of these issues. And on the one hand, it's, I mean, that's part of boat life, right? It's, it's the reality that we live in. But I also think it's it's a neat thing for them to also know how to do because there's this whole stereotype of millennials not knowing how to do stuff. Oh, I know. Have you seen the right? one where the kid can't open a can? Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah, can't open a can. Yeah, you can't function. Um, <laughs> so teaching kids life skills, I think, is something that, I mean, it's, it's really important, but I think that we haven't done it enough with our kids. Our kids aren't millennials. No, no, no. I know. I know. But this right? whole next they're like. The, 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 I, don't, I don't even know what the name is. I think technically I'm a millennial. I think 80, 82, there's some weird cutoff. I'm really close. I keep forgetting that millennial is not synonymous with young person. Like, I, I actually have that in my head because I'm a Gen Xer. And so, like, everyone's uh, not us know. is kind of our, our I don't mindset. like labels. Blah, blah, blah. Old, young. All right. So, so the point is, the point we is, we want our kids to learn how to do stuff. Yeah, and they were actually watching a show the other day, um, American Housewife, and they're the oldest on that show is about to go off to college, and the parents gave her this list to see if she could do simple tasks, and she couldn't. Right. Like, and well, <laughs> I didn't watch the episode, but you mentioned she was supposed like, to cook an egg. Yeah, I was like, can you cook an egg? And she tried to stick the frying pan in the microwave, you know, and... <laughs> So, the whole thing's wrong. Like, right, everything's parents, wrong with the that. The parents are just like, how, what, you know, how, you haven't watched us. And right. I think that as for parents, that's what we're all thinking. Have you not been watching us at least? Right. So there is a part of me that realizes, you know, our oldest is a junior in high school. So I feel like this is the time where we should start questioning what does she know? What doesn't she know? Right. And, you know, could she change a tire? Which is really funny that I say that because I can't. <laughs> I remember my parents had this list that I would have to learn how to like change the oil, change a tire. There's a few things and I didn't complete the list. Right. So. Well, our oldest, I taught her a while back which breaker switches needed to be flipped in order to, you know, to turn other things on. So if like the main breaker popped, like, okay, we right. turn it back on, but we need to turn the heaters off and all that. So I she think remembered. They... Well, and I think they all know we've showed them the needle. Like, we have 30 amps, so watch the needle. Once we get to 30, there's nothing else you can run. And right. I've showed them that. So it's kind of like, see these things that are on, start turning them off, make sure that needle drops so that when you do want to turn the oven on or right. blow dry your hair, now you have enough room for that right. needle to go back up. Right. So having Morgan text us that that's something that they had figured out, it, it, it did pop, they were able to turn it back on. It was kind of a proud daddy moment, actually. Hmm. Um, I was I was pretty excited about that. I'm going to tell them that tonight when we put them to bed. Hmm. Good job. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, like with the I'm, breakers? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm really excited that you guys are comfortable with that and wasn't something you freaked out about and called us, you know, not knowing what to do. And I feel like because it's cold and it's rainy and, well, although we're in a boathouse, but 
I guess, just cold. We haven't done a lot with the boat. We're just kind of living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's so many things to be done with the boat and so many things to teach the girls and for us to take care of and do. But our excuse right now is it's cold. <laughs> so we haven't done a lot. Like, you're the only one filling the water tanks. It would be something that we should, you know, right. have the girls watch and take turns. And um, Yeah, we do need to get more things done done on the boat where the girls are involved they know mm-hmm. at the end of the day i want them to be people who not just people who grew up saying uh people who grow up saying yeah we lived on a boat but also i know how to take care of a boat i know how to do these things if they do decide they want to get into boating well, it's the same with up. the house right they should know more about a house mm-hmm. i knew more about a house than you did when we got married because yeah, my dad made that a thing i mean he was a builder so right. well speaking of putting the girls to bed mm-hmm. it's getting it's, late it's time yep Another week ahead of us. Morgan's play is this week. Oh, yeah. So we've got many late nights. Right. So I think we're, I think she wants us to attend the first one and the last one. There's like seven showings. I don't don't know. (laughs) A lot of late nights for us. I just know it's late nights. So I plan on taking one day at a time this week. I don't even know where the laundromat fits into the schedule this week. (laughs) So, right. So I did have a, a quick conversation with someone on Facebook uh, about their kids watching our show. Mm-hmm. And kind of the ironic thing is that this episode is one of the few that did not feature one of our most common topics. Which is Poop. what? <laughs> so... Which is very surprising, but yes, we spent most of the time talking about laundry, which could be boring, right. <laughs> not as exciting as poop. <laughs> but we, we literally did not have any interesting poop stories this week. Uh, but I didn't uh, I, I didn't want to miss out on this little conversation that I had online. And so I mentioned in this conversation that I would do a little shout out. Uh, so the shout out, if you're listening, is for... So... Even though we didn't talk about poop on this episode, uh, this is a special shout out to two of our listeners, ages six and eight, Callum and Lachlan. This little shout out is for you guys. Thanks for listening. And with that, I think we're done for the week. Good night. Good night. I love you. Time for the kids to bed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>